This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Agon Erev Shabbos. I'm presuming this is close to the end of the school day now, and the school day, probably the school week, and uh, we're excited to be able to return for Shabbos. But I want to share with you one important idea. I think this will be good preparation for the stage in life that we're in and for the time of the year that we're experiencing. Somebody once came to Rabbi Chaim Knievsky. Rabbi Chaim Knievsky was the preeminent Torah sage of our generation. I had the privilege to meet him a number of times. I actually have a few letters that I wrote to him that he responded to me. And this was a boy who was about to turn 13 years old, and the same thing would apply to a girl who's about to turn 12. And the question is, okay, I'm about to become of age. I'm about to become obligated in mitzvahs. Certainly, we have to try to observe all the mitzvahs, but is there any one mitzvah in particular that we should emphasize, that we should work on, that we should focus on of all the mitzvahs? Is there one particular mitzvah that we should, and I know probably many of you know the answer, but just for the sake of time, I'm going to uh, share with you what Rebbe Chaim Kevsky said. Rebbe Chaim said, yes, there is one particular mitzvah that of all the mitzvahs you should try to focus on, especially at this age, and that is... Honor your father and mother. Which is, a very, which is actually a startling answer. Because as important as is, there are more important mitzvahs in the Torah. So why would Reb Chaim say, focus most at this age on honor your father and mother? I want to share with you another thought. One of the great Torah sages of the last 50 years, Another sage, his name was Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman. And he once made the following observation, that in our generation, now this is not across the board, but, but very often, you see, my, in my parents' generation, when my parents went to school, very few people had grandparents. Many Holocaust survivors came over to the United States of America, they came to California, they came to New York, my grandparents came to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but they came, they didn't come with their parents. For the most part, it was rare for someone to have grandparents. And in our generation, for the most part, not only do Bar Hashem, for the majority, children have parents, not only grandparents, sometimes even great-grandparents, that in our generation you could have grandparents who are still caring for their parents. I know my own parents had the opportunity to honor their parents for many, many years, Baruch Hashem. Why is that? Why in our generation did Hashem give us this amazing opportunity? And Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman explains as follows. At the end of the day, there's a battle that takes place in this world between two titans, between two great forces, between two powers, and they are Yaakov and Esau. And Esav is always bolstered by a great mitzvah. Because as wicked as Esav was, there was one mitzvah that he specialized in, and that is the mitzvah of honor your father and mother. In fact, there was once a great rabbi by the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel who said that I don't hold a candle to Esav and Kibar Avaim because Esav would wear special garments when he honored his father. And I just wear my regular garments. I don't wear special garments. 
Does anybody know there is one individual in Tanakh in particular who is considered the antidote, the antithesis of Esav? He's like Esav's arch enemy. He's the rival of Esav. You know, when the two big forces enter the wrestling rink, these are, it's Esav and, does anybody know, who's the rival of Esav? Good, somebody who comes from Yaakov. One of Yaakov's sons in particular. Yosef. 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 is considered straw. Yaakov is the fire. But fire without a flame cannot travel. So Yosef is the flame that obliterates Esav. Do you remember on that fateful day, on the day that Avram Avinu passed away, and... Esav was cooking. What was Esav cooking? He was making the pot of beans. And Yaakov said, um, You know what, Esav? I know you're hungry. I know you're famished. I will give you the beans, and in return I want you to give me the birthright. So what did Esav said? Esav said, I'm going to die anyway. I might as well sell you the birthright. What did Esav mean, I'm going to die anyway? You know why Esav was going to die anyway? Because he was a hunter. What was he hunting for? He would hunt to bring home meat for his father, to honor his father. So Esav risked his life daily to honor his father. That's what he meant, So if we're going to overcome Esav, we have to show a parallel example of honoring your father. Who's going to have to show it? Yosef. So Yaakov tells Yosef, you know, where are your brothers? Are they okay? Could you check on their welfare? And would you mind going to see where they are? Does anybody remember? Yosef says one word to Yaakov Avinu. Hineni. Behold, here I am. Does anybody remember who else used that word, Hineni? Avram Avinu by the Akedah. What Yosef was saying is that what Avraham did at the Akedah, I am doing something equal. I will now risk my life to go check on my brothers, even though I know my brothers might harm me, might kill me, but my father told me to do it, and if I'm going to overcome Esau, I have to risk my life to honor my father. And that is one of the meanings of the Pasuk, Remember Yosef wore special garments that Yaakov made for him? But another way to interpret it is, not that Yaakov made the garments for Yosef, Yosef made the garments for himself because he knew that just like Esau wore special garments to honor his father, he has to counter that by wearing special garments to honor his father. So I always wondered about the following. Okay, You'll tell me if you think this is a good question. Does anybody remember? If Esau and Yosef are the two antithetical forces, the two great powers... I mean, you like football over here in uh, California? So you know, like, sometimes they have the two helmets that clash into each other and the sparks come out. That's like Esau and Yosef. Did these two individuals ever meet in history? Did Yosef ever meet Esau? That's what I would have said. But actually, there's one little incident in the Chumash where Yosef and Esav meet. And I'm thinking to myself, if Yosef and Esav ever meant, Yosef's going to have to give Esav such a knockout punch, because after all, he's the antithesis of Esav. He's the opposing force. This, this is his only opportunity. 
Does anybody remember when Yosef meets Esau? What do you say? What? Okay, at the graveside. One time before that, because that's not really mentioned explicitly in the Chumash. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, very good. Excellent. Parshas Vayishlach. The Yaakov Avinu is returning after 22 years. And he's heading back to the Holy Land. And Esav is coming with 400 men. And Esav sees Bilhah and her children. Zilpah and her children. Leah and her children. Yosef and Rachel. And what does Esav say to Yosef? Not a word. What does Yosef say to Esav? Not a word. Oh man, that was such a letdown. You would think, you know, they would really have it. Have it. They would really have some kind of real battle. And what happens? Nothing happens. But there must be something here. We have to dig beneath the surface because Yosef is going to have to overcome Esav in his one important opportunity to do so. Let's try to find a weakness in Esav's kibbut avaim. Very hard. He risked his life to honor his father. He wore special garments to honor his father. There's one weakness. Um, he would lie to his father about his He used to ask some deceiving questions. Okay. What do you say? Yeah. Attaboy. He honored his father. But he didn't care about his mother. He brought home these wives that his mother didn't like. In fact, Esav and Rivka did not get along to such a great extent that when Rivka passed away, Esav didn't even come to her own mother's to his own mother's funeral. The Ramban points out that Esav didn't even show up. So while Esav honored his father, Esav did not show respect to his mother. Now watch this. In the one encounter between Esav and Yosef, Bila comes, and then Bila's children. Zilpa comes, and then Zilpa's children. Leah comes, and then Leah's children. V'achar ken nigash Yosef v'Rachel. And Rashi points out, why Yosef and then Rachel? Why didn't Mom come before Yosef? Says Rashi, Yosef knew that Esav almost married his mother. Do you remember when Leah was supposed to marry Esav and Rachel was supposed to marry Yaakov? But when Rachel allowed Leah to marry Yaakov, now Rachel was going to marry Esav. So Yosef was afraid that Esav would lay his dirty eyes on his mom. So he stood tall and he stood in front of Yosef and he said, you don't you dare even look at my mother. But I believe that Yosef was sending an even more important message. What he was saying is, we two forces are the opposite forces in this world. You may honor your father, you don't honor your mother, but look what I'm doing. In our one encounter, I'm going to give you the ultimate knockout punch. I'm going to show that my mitzvah of kibbutz av is complete. It's kibbutz avaim. Says Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman, we're now in the last generation before the coming of Mashiach. In order for Mashiach to come, we got to give Esav the final knockout punch. How are we going to do so? With the mitzvah of Kibbutz Avaim.
Therefore, in our generation, God has given opportunities to honor your parents, for parents to honor their parents, for grandparents to honor their parents. More extra opportunity than ever in the history of the Jewish people to finally deliver that knockout punch to Esav so that Mashiach could come. Now I want to share with you a very deep thought, okay? I know we're at the end of Friday, it's almost Shabbos. Give me your heart, give me your mind. This is really a gem of an insight. I heard this in the name of Rabbi Shimon Schwab. Why Kibbut Ava'im? Why is Kibbut Ava'im that one mitzvah that's going to take us to the finish line? That Esav has in his arsenal, that Yaakov is going to accomplish in the end of days. What's so special about Kibbut Ava'im? When Hashem created the world, He put Adam Arisha in where? Garden of Eden. Gan Eden. And the world was perfect. How long would Adam have lived had he not eaten from the Yitzhadas? Forever. Forever. Nobody would have died. Nobody would have had to go to work. Nobody would ever become sick. And then when Adam Arishon ate from that fruit, he downgraded the whole world. Now lifetime is finite. And people have illness, chas v'shalom. And there are different difficulties in life because Adam ate from that fruit. He ruined the whole world. He ruined every single mitzvah even. Every mitzvah that we perform is limited because of Adam Rishon's sin. With the exception of one mitzvah. Kibbut Avaim was never affected by the sin of Adam Rishon. Why? Because Adam Rishon and Gan Eden had no father and had no mother and therefore had no mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim. And therefore that mitzvah retains its pristine original power and capability and purity and that is the one mitzvah that could take the world back to the state that HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended it. And therefore until the end of days it's the battle between the Jewish people and the nations of the world who will excel in the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim. So you're going to be going home soon. You're going to go home to your parents. You're going to be helping for Shabbos. You can be respectful at the table. And most importantly, what gives your parents the most nachas is if we conduct ourselves according to the guidelines of the Torah, the midos of the Torah, the expectation and the inspiration that we learn in here in Yeshiva. And the Ezra Hashem, by excelling in this mitzvah, it's going to take us to the finish line. We're going to be Zocha very soon to the ultimate redemption that we're all hoping for. Then Heravi Amino Amen. Have a great Shabbos. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have actually a, a request. Yes, sir. There's Mrs. Sash and her husband. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.